This is Live Well Talk on COVID-19 vaccines and the Delta variant. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Unity Point Health St. Luke's Hospital. In today's podcast, as we approach the one and a half year mark of the COVID-19 pandemic, I'll discuss the latest on what we're seeing in the hospital and the community, the vaccine and vaccine hesitancy, recent masking guidance, as well as the Delta variant and more. The current status uh, in the nation is an increase in cases uh, most likely attributed to the Delta variant. Uh, the Delta variant was originally present in India and by the description of a variant, meaning that it has a mutation that makes it different from the original strain, the alpha variant, that it has a different M protein or spike protein, which is how the virus attaches to the human cell and subsequently replicates. Now, the vaccines that are present on the market, uh, particularly Moderna and Pfizer, the RNA vaccines, they block the spike protein from at attaching by stimulating the body to make uh, antibodies to that. Now, what happens is the Delta variant has a little bit different uh, spike protein. Uh, therefore, uh, it is possible to get an infection if you've been previously vaccinated. But even if you've been previously vaccinated, fully vaccinated, the chance of getting uh, COVID is still less than 1%. Uh, and a significant percentage of those individuals that get it, it will probably be the Delta variant and they won't be as sick and they won't end up in the hospital. So this truly is a concern more so for the unvaccinated. Uh, they're susceptible to Delta variant because that's just a predominant variant that's present in the, in the community at large at this time or in the country. About 80 to 85 percent of new cases are uh, from the Delta variant, and uh, it does appear that th this is supposed to have a higher transmission rate, but you have to be careful when you listen to that. What they're saying is that there's more viral RNA detected in the uh, upper airways of people infected with the Delta variant. That doesn't necessarily mean there's more virus present, and whether or not those people are truly more infectious, we, we don't know. But we do know that it does replicate faster, uh, the Delta variant, in individuals than the Alpha, Beta, and the Gamma variants did. Uh, the Delta variant is the one that it's uh, called Delta variant, but it actually came from India. And as we remember, India was uh, massively overwhelmed uh, in, the, in the spring into the summer. The patients that are admitted to the hospital here at St. Luke's, for, the, for a significant uh, proportion of them, are uh, unvaccinated. We have had several vaccinated patients uh, arrive at the hospital. One of them was confirmed the Delta variant. The other was significantly immunocompromised and explained why they wouldn't respond to the previous vaccine they received. The vaccination, I have mixed feelings on this, and my mixed feelings stem from it is still on emergency use authorization, so it is technically considered not approved by the FDA. That being said, uh, the vaccine is safe and it does work. Uh, I've been vaccinated. My, my family members have been vaccinated that are over the age of 18. If they're under the age of 18, it's a risk-benefit analysis, in my opinion. But I think the vaccine is safe, and I think it does work, and I think it does allow the uh, severity of the illness to be significantly reduced if you are sick, uh, which prevents you from being in the ICU uh, or intensive care unit or receiving critical care, which is, is a good thing to do. Now, Last Friday, the Center for Disease Control announced that fully vaccinated people, if indoors in a high transmission area, should wear a, a, a mask. Uh, now, 
High transmission means that you have 51 to 100 cases per 100,000 and a positivity rate of 8 to 10%. Uh, right now, we're at a positivity rate around 9%, I believe, and our cases are moderate to high transmission here in eastern Iowa, which is a good thing. Um, but I have not seen the actual article that that recommendation came out of. It will be in this week's issue, Morbidity Mortality Report, which usually comes to my house on Fridays or Saturdays, so we'll, we'll see it this weekend. But I, I would be interested to see uh, what uh, what vaccine those individuals received and the duration they were indoors together. Um, that, so that, that is yet to be evaluated from an evidence standpoint. It's just mainly what we've all heard in the press. The common question I get these days is whether or not uh, this changes my recommendation on vaccine. No, it doesn't. The vaccines are safe. They're, they're efficacious. Uh, they prevent serious illness, and you may still get uh, COVID, but you're not going to end up in the hospital nor the critical care unit. And that's why I think it's important uh, to receive that. One of the concerns people have are side effects from the vaccine, and there are side effects. You can't can deny that, but they're really no higher than other vaccines. The uh, voluntary reporting system of the government, uh, that's a voluntary reporting system, and it's designed to detect whether or not there's an area of concern. Uh, and upon further investigation, I think the incidence or frequency of uh, ill effects from the vaccine are similar to other uh, vaccines. My personal prediction uh, is that this will probably peak around September 1 and we'll be on the backside of it in early September. Uh, I, I think we have a great community response to receiving vaccinations and then you throw a natural immunity to that. I, I think we're in a position to handle this well. We will not be overwhelmed. Uh, we have adequate uh, supply of personal protective equipment. We have adequate supply of pharmaceuticals, and we have an adequate supply of critical care space at this juncture. Uh, I don't foresee us uh, delaying elective surgery at this time. I don't see us um, curtailing other elective procedures uh, because of high volumes. I don't think that will reach that level. Uh, I think a little extra diligence of universal masking. Uh, and getting the vaccine will be of greater benefit than they already are, uh, and it will add to our community's uh, protection. One other item to cover today in the podcast, and uh, we're going to try to do this perhaps weekly going forward until we see the uh, backside of this Delta spike, and that is whether or not further lockdowns are coming. In my professional opinion, I do not think that will happen. I don't think we'll have that degree of a concern that we'll have to lock down, uh, cancel school cancel uh, employment, shut down businesses. I do not see that happening. And why is that? Because we have enough people in that uh, recovered bucket that they have natural immunity plus the vaccinations. And the, as fast as the Delta variant is moving, the upside of that is you're getting natural immunity fast in your community as well. And that's why I think this will be on the backside by September. Uh, my prediction is September 1, it, it'll start to decline. Uh, and then prior, perhaps cleared itself by October 1. So in summary, get vaccinated, wear your mask if, if you need to, or if you cannot social distance, regardless of your vaccine status, if you're indoors with poor uh, air exchange, um, and wear that mask uh, correctly. Thank you for listening to the COVID-19 update for the latest information on COVID, as well as vaccine information and more, uh, visit unipoint.org. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. 
If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.